0: If you've ever sat down and listened to a police scanner, then you know it's not always the most exciting way to spend your free time. Odds are you'll hear a lot of dead air, static, and voices you can't quite understand. Even when there is a flurry of activity, what's actually going on can still be pretty tough to figure out. To the untrained ear, police code just sounds like, well... Like this. No one, David, 109996, checking in, CIC. But if you listen long enough, you'll learn that police don't have a code for everything. For example, anyone tuned into the Houston police scanner on the evening of Sunday, May 9th, 2021, would have heard this question
1: Does, have the tiger?
0: Does he have the tiger? Followed by this response Unknown at the moment. Unknown at the moment. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. This is a preview of our brand new podcast, Strangeville. Okay, I'm trying to remember. What exactly is today's episode supposed to be about? This is about a tiger. Ah, right, right, a tiger. You're probably wondering what led to this strange back and forth on the Houston Police Scanner. Well, it started when residents of a neighborhood in West Houston got an alert on their phones from one of those neighborhood watch apps where users report what they see going on in their communities. The alert said there was a tiger on the loose. give me, back, give me my phone. Get back, junior, okay. you It's someone's pet. This is from a video sent to local news station KHOU by some of their viewers, a West Houston family who got that bizarre phone notification and drove over to see what was going on, if there really was a tiger on the loose. Spoiler alert, there was. A tiger in my neighborhood. There's a freaking tiger. He has a collar. It is somebody's pet. The video shows a Bengal tiger roaming freely around the front yard of a home on a quiet residential street. As these neighbors are sitting in their car filming, a child in the back of the vehicle offers a pretty astute observation. Yeah, that's going to be a serious problem. Uh-oh. Smart kid. It was going to be a serious problem.
1: I'm Adam Bennett, and I'm a multi-skilled journalist at KHOU, and I've been here for a little bit more than six years.
0: When Adam Bennett woke up on that Sunday morning, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess he didn't expect he'd end up covering a loose tiger all week. So this is May
1: 9th, it's a Sunday, it's Mother's Day. It's about eight o'clock that evening. And this is in the Fleetwood neighborhood of West Houston, right? So if you can picture it, it's just an upscale neighborhood, a lot of young families, great schools nearby, parks, hike and bike trails, lots of people out walking their their kids, their dogs. And about eight o'clock, there's a man named Jose Ramos who lives on Ivy Wall Drive. And he looks outside his window, and he sees what appears to be a tiger <laughs> in the lawn of the house across the street. This house is empty, it's for sale, but there's a tiger just casually walking around the front yard. And at one point, it even lays down in the front yard with its paws out like it's, you know, my, my dog or something, chilling <laughs> in the, you know, getting some sun out in the backyard. Here's Jose Ramos, the man who first spotted the tiger. That made me come out of the house and then... Really confirmed there was a tiger in front of my house. It was very scary because they're all, this is a very family-oriented um, community, and you see lots of kids and babies strolling and, um, and and people taking their you know their pets or dogs and walking them. So again, the, the first thing I thought, you know, was just to alert the community. And he, like everybody that sees this animal, can't believe his eyes. So he takes a picture of the tiger, he posts it to a neighborhood blog, and also calls 911. And he even said, the 911 operator was like, "Um, who do you want me to send? (laughs) How do I handle this situation?
0: As Jose is on the phone with 911, neighbors who saw the post start showing up, wanting to see the tiger for themselves.
1: Among them is an off-duty sheriff's deputy. He doesn't know what to think of this either, but he's like, you know what, let me go over and just see what this is, see if this is legit. Sure enough, he finds out that it is. So he works to kind of create a perimeter, clear the street, make sure everybody's a safe distance back. And at that point, the Tiger, it's kind of walking around, and it starts walking towards him, not even in his own words, not in a super aggressive manner. He says that's one of the reasons he didn't feel the need to shoot it, though he did have his gun gun with him. But it starts, I would say it probably got within 15 feet of him, the tiger looked like it was not uh, super aggressive. It did stalk me across the road, but it did not look super aggressive. The last thing I wanted to do was shoot that tiger. So, um, and again, I think that's why it was easier for me to have more control of my weapon. It, it, the, the tiger was, it didn't seem super aggressive. And meanwhile, you see a couple of other neighbors, they're out. They're taking cell phone videos. They're also in disbelief. He's about to attack. Dude, brought a gun. Ooh, he brought a gun. Oh, look. Don't kill him. And as that tiger is moving towards him and he has his gun drawn, a man, a young man, comes running out of a house nearby. He's got a white t-shirt on, looks like gray pants. He's saying, don't kill him, don't kill him. And this sheriff's deputy claims that the man said it was his tiger. And the deputy's saying, take that tiger back inside, take him inside. And the guy goes, I will, I will. I will, I will, and you see him run up to the tiger, the guy in the white shirt, kiss it on the forehead, and then kind of corral it back inside. The deputy then says about five minutes later, this same guy who brought the tiger inside brings it out to a white SUV, puts it in that vehicle, and the deputy says he was trying to keep the guy on the scene. You know, he said he identified himself as law enforcement. Hey man, you need to stay here. But he says the guy peeled out, his words, peeled out across his neighbor's yard and took off right as a police car was pulling up with its overheads on. The cops try to follow the white SUV, but can't quite keep up. They ended up losing sight of the car, the SUV, and thus began the Tiger Saga that would captivate us all that week.
0: Here's a question you might be asking yourself. Can anyone just own a tiger? Turns out that's a surprisingly complicated question, at least in Texas.
1: Basically, there's no real statewide regulation banning tiger ownership. It really varies county to county. In parts of Harris County, where Houston is located, you can own a tiger lawfully. But in the city of Houston itself, not so much. So in Houston, like a lot of large cities in Texas, it is not legal to own a tiger, with some very few exceptions. For example, if you're an accredited zoo, but your average person, they are not allowed to have a tiger within Houston city limits. It's a Class C misdemeanor, which is like a traffic ticket here. So maximum of $500 fine, no jail time. Uh, So not, not super, super strict.
0: Again, the home where this tiger was spotted is in city limits. So,
1: no, there wasn't supposed to be a tiger there. So I talked to the property owner, and he says that even, like, he didn't really know what was going on in there. Uh, He said that, you know, that when they they rented the house about six months earlier from him, they used a different name on the application. He says that when he asked him about a pet deposit— they said, "Oh no, we don't need to do that. We don't have any pets." They didn't even pay a pet deposit. They said they have no pets. The owner told me he had no idea there was a tiger living there, but admits something seemed off. My partner uh, was kind of suspicious because they would never let us go in to make repairs. When we said, and and he was actually last week asked me they're kind of suspicious that we need to do something to get into the house, and I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> so I don't think. Anybody really knew what was going on inside that house. Good morning, I'm Commander Ron Borza, Houston Police Department, Major Offenders Division. Uh, the next
0: morning, evening, Houston police hold a press conference, PM, as if to confirm the to the public that this wasn't all just some bizarre day. dream. There was a brief pursuit, and the uh, the man got away with the tiger. Commander Ron Borza also offers up some new information, details
1: about their suspect. So I was at that press conference, and that that was the big moment, right? where They start to give us an update and they say, well, we're gonna hold off on releasing his name until we get charges on this guy, but we're planning to file evading arrest charges because they said he took off from police when they were there. And they start telling us about the suspect and they say, you just kind of casually mentioned, yeah, and he was out on bond for another crime.
0: We are actively looking for him today. Um, He's out on bond for another incident that happened back in November in Fort Bend County. And we don't have any charges on him yet, any hard charges. We're working on that now for the evading. And once we get that, we'll be able to release his name. But I don't want to release any names until we get
1: hard charges on the suspect. And one of their other reporters asked, well, what was that crime? And the commander says, uh, murder. We hope you've enjoyed this preview
0: of our brand new podcast series, Strangeville. For the rest of the episode and more episodes like it in the coming weeks, search for Strangeville on your podcast app right now. Then tap follow or subscribe. See you over there.